Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's going on, brother? Oh man, you know, just uh, licking my wounds. Licking the old wounds after after Tom Brady and company lost to Lamar tonight. I'm not happy about it. See, and that, that's why I guess that we do a show together. is because I'm thrilled. I had Lamar and the, the Ravens tonight. I uh, doubled down on the money line and the the spread at halftime. So I am feeling pretty good. And old touchdown Tommy lets you down again. Um, how many more rent payments are you going to miss because of this guy? Um, well, unlike Giselle, I'll never leave Tom high and dry. So I don't know. I'm, I don't know how you can quantify that, but try it. I would say pure love. Yeah, that's the only way. It's the only thing that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, I know it's late at night. We're at 11.49 p.m. coming right into our, our prime recording hours. Uh, so everybody in our respective homes are asleep. Kyle, just get a little bit closer to the microphone, if you would. Oh, yeah, that's that's the ticket. And let's talk about Russell Wilson doing push-ups in the airplane aisle as they travel to London to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence and company. This thing opened as the Broncos a seven-point favorite, but there has been some uh, questions as to whether uh, Danger Russ is going to be starting, and this thing is ticked down to the Broncos being two-and-a-half-point dogs. So we're seeing a 10-point shift here. What are we doing with this thing? Um, I just want to point out, first of all, that coming to the season, I love Russ. I love him. I thought he was fantastic. Um, I love watching him play, you know, at the 12th man in Seattle and and played for Pete. I loved watching what he would do with DK and, and, and you know, Tyler Lockett when he didn't have anybody else. Watching him run around behind that shitty offensive line and, and just kind of make things happen and always keep his team in there. Um, over the last year basically ever since he was you know basically was traded to denver this guy's a fucking dick i I don't like him i don't like him at all um he's always been corny you know i mean that's that's his thing he's been corny listen the the corny shtick i can deal with okay you can be listen fucking eli manning's corny you know what i mean he's always saying the right thing and he doesn't ruffle any feathers i just go out there and play my game big dumb idiot well that's awesome great good for you but this guy's like a fucking imbecile i don't know if if sierra fucked the brains out of him or 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 what the hell happened but he's retarded Hmm. and I, I just don't understand what he's doing. This is like a, a a mental fucking breakdown like I've never seen. Like this is like closing in a little bit on like Antonio Brown like area. Like he's not that far away from losing his marbles like that. All right. So on Out of Bounds on October 27th, you are comparing Russell Wilson 
to Antonio Brown. The breakdown. I'm comparing the breakdown. Because Antonio Brown is certainly, I mean, he fell off the deep end a year and a half ago. So it's hard to look at it. But when you start looking at some of the things that led up to the, the big fallout, it was weird stuff. You know what I mean? It was it was A.B. acting weird with his teammates or, or doing something weird on social media. I mean, Russ is doing, I don't know. I mean, he may never fall off to the level that A.B. did, but he could fall off and just trickle down the other side of the tree. Like, he could go on, like, the, the cringe side of the tree other than, like, the psychopathic probably belongs in jail tree like Antonio Brown is. But he's falling off the same tree. So, I mean, listen, I know CTE isn't all, you know, everybody doesn't know all the effects. But, I mean, I would I would think that Russ is pretty close to that as well. So that's that's my official diagnosis of Russ. All right, cool. Um, what do you got for the game? Uh, for the game, yes. Dr. Yes, Meadows. Yeah, Dr. Meadows. Um, here's here's my my thing with this game. It's in London. I think I like I really like Jacksonville early on. Um but I think Denver's defense is just too good. Okay. I, I don't trust um I mean Jacksonville just lost a, a, a pretty big part of their offense in, in Robinson. Um when they started taking carries away from him and pulled it away from him being the lead back, they they kind of seemed to sputter. Um, I'm I get it. At the end was your first round pick or, or beginning your second round, whatever it was, um, and you kind of owe the guy something. But I mean, play the best player available, and I think Robinson was the best player for that spot. Uh, I'm I'm just low on him now. Um, Lawrence has seemed to fizzle, in my opinion. Uh, I, I, nobody really blows me away, and I think it's going to be really difficult to get around this this Denver defense. Defense travels, as we know, um, and I feel really good getting the points here. So I'm going to go um, uh, a unit and a half on Denver plus two and a half. Ooh, yeah. Bringing out the I gotta, I gotta little, first game. Yeah, listen, man, I got I got some I got some 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 room to make up here. All right, I'm down a little bit for the year, so I'm gonna I'm gonna. Do what every better should always do and try and make it up in one week. You push, you push. <laughs> yeah, and, just uh, just keep going. So just the you know we we kind of jumped right into the show here. So let's let's take a step back. I'm proud, Kyle. I'm proud. I had a monster week last week. Uh, yeah. I was up two hundred and eighty eight dollars and thirty nine cents, which is just over five and a half units. You um you treaded water. Looks like you juiced out. Um. Just down $27.30. So you lost a half unit. Um, but my my sterling total, and I'm, you know, my arm is just big enough to reach around and pat myself on the back. I'm at $4.20 in the green. It has been a long climb back, but here we are, gang. $4.20 up. You, sir, have a little bit of room to wake, make up, but you're not that far out of it. We're, we do not have to rob a convenience store yet, sir. You're only down three hundred and eighty-four dollars and eighty-nine cents on the year. So yeah. yeah, so your one and a half unit play, we're using fifty dollar units. So it'll be seventy-five dollars on Denver plus two and a half. As for me, I think that Denver defense is too tough. And um I think you're right, man. I, I think Denver is the only way you can look. I'm not nearly as confident as you are. I'm gonna play a little bit differently. I'm gonna take the Broncos on the money line for a half unit plus 
121 I'm seeing. You think they can pull it off? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I meant Broncos money line for that unit and a half. I apologize. Not the plus two and a half. Money line. I want them straight oh, okay. up to All win. Right, so I, think they, I think they're the best team in this in this game, and I I, I, I feel confident with that. Awesome. But okay, yeah, so we're, yeah, we're both the on the same side well. here, and you're uh, you're pushing. I'm making it happen, you know. Let's you do got it. to. Let's do it. I, I think there's no way that that play loses. No, no. All right. So moving on. Next up in the one o'clock hour, this one hits close to home. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are ten and a half point road dogs coming to to Philly, and and visiting MVP favorite front runner Jalen Hurts. The total on this one is forty three and a half. You can have the Steelers as a four dollar dog, or you can lay nearly five dollars on the money line on the Eagles. So, um, I know you probably want to look the Eagles' way. What are you doing? Um, yeah, I am. I actually am going to look the Eagles way here. Um, I'm going to go a, a half unit on the Eagles, uh, minus the, you, you said you get 10 and a half. Uh, it looks like actually there's a 10, uh, at points bet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So give me, bailing listen, you out. All right. Well, give me a, uh, give me a unit then on the, on the birds minus 10. Um, man, this is, uh, this is, this is going to be a good game. I think I'm, I'm, I'm excited. If you're an Eagles fan, that is, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. Um, but overall, you know, with TJ Watt being out, this defense is not the same as what it was. The Eagles are, you know, statistically the healthiest team in football. Kenny Pickett still has his issues and he, you know, his rookie season, he's proven to be a little bit, uh, a little pass happy, a little turnover. You know, he's got a little bit of the yips going on. Um, so when you're sitting in that situation, the worst thing you can do is go against the team that has the highest turnover differential in football, um, which is the Philadelphia Eagles and their defense. Not to mention they're coming off of a bye. So, they're healthy. They feel good. Um, they just, you know, invited and 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 welcomed a, a brand new, pretty little shiny penny to the to the defensive side of the ball. One, Mister Robert Quinn. Um, at, yeah, at I the think that would have been event. a good ad back in twenty seventeen. Well, he had eighteen and a half last year. Yeah, so it would have been a good ad. I don't know last year, and he's yeah. uh, received. Uh, he he's been. He's been dual blocked. What the hell is it? He's been double teamed. Double teamed. Yeah, dual blocked. Double teamed. You know what I mean? Fuck off. Um, double teamed fifty. I think it's like fifty-eight times this year. Yeah, and I mean, it, that shows he's only gotten a pressure on eight percent of his snaps. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but for you know people who who want to compare guys like uh, like Donald and uh, uh, JJ Watt, some some people like that, they're they're in the forties. Uh, Joey Bose or Nick Bose, I think, is in the 40s. Joey Bose is in the 40s. Like some of those guys are in the 40s. He's he's up almost 60. So he's getting double teamed more than anybody else in football. And it's difficult. You know what I mean? It's difficult difficult to get home. But we knew the Bears defense wasn't going to be what it was. You know what I mean? Their their defense is solid, but it's not great. Um, it's not a Bears defense of, you know, 2017, you know, like you like you put out there. But he's definitely, I think, a, a really good piece. And you think they got Hassan Reddick out there and Brandon Graham. I mean, he can come in and fill whatever role they want him to fill. You know what I mean? We don't need him to be starter. He's a great piece that you can throw in there. 
you know, as the game starts to wear down on the offensive lineman. So I think that this is going to be a good week for the Eagles, and I think that they kind of roll a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Um, but 10, I, I can get 10 and a half and you can lay 10. But, man, 10 and a half is so many points. And we saw the Steelers start to look like the Steelers of old uh, in prime time last weekend. And, I mean, we almost saw, when we were both on, on the Steelers' money line last weekend, we almost saw Kenny Pickett, you know, bring that team back. I mean, just drag them back. And, um, I mean, he hasn't looked sharp. He's thrown seven interceptions. And I, I think I think all that is cooked into the line. So, we're seeing 10.5, huge number. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take the Steelers plus a 10.5 for a unit. I, I know uh, the Birds have a no-fly zone out there with Bradbury and big play Slay. That defense looks good. Um, but what we have seen out of the Eagles is them get off to fast starts in the first half and then let lesser teams back into it. They are clearly better than the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys made a game out of it. Um, it's just been their M.O. all year long. I, I think that just this Philly um, coaching staff is not good at making adjustments on the fly. So that trend will continue. I like the Steelers. That back door is going to be open the entire game, 10 and a half. It's too many. I'm taking the steel curtain. Next up, we've got the New England Patriots. Uh, they are two and a half or three point road favorites visiting the Meadowlands and the New York Jets. Uh, now without Brees Hall, boy, that, that hurts my fantasy squad. Uh, the total is 40 and a half. Um, the Patriots, you can have them at minus 132 is the prevailing line on the money line. You can nibble the Jets at plus 125 if you choose to go that direction. What are you doing with this game? You know, it's it's a difficult game for me because we love Brees Hall. You know what I mean? He's He was kind of the, the coal that went into that engine. Um, I think, honestly, though, that, you know, a combination here of the little bit of work that you're probably going to get from uh, – from from their trade aspect that that you know the person that I love that was on Jacksonville Robinson I think he is going to get some work um but the combination of him plus some of the other things that they have going on I still think the Jets have enough here um I don't believe that they should be a a, a home dog I yeah, think that's it's ridiculous if I was like predicting lines this would at worst be a pick 'em with the Jets at home but yeah, yeah go I, I on. I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I just don't understand it. I mean, have the Patriots been surging a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the combination of the run game has has been, you know, really nice for them. Ramondre Stevenson's been really, really good over the last few weeks. But the other thing is Bailey Zappi. I mean, it's been a Zappi hour, and it looks like they're going to start Mac Jones. I mean, this this offense is pitiful under Mac Jones. He's right now this year, he's 67 of 103 for just under 800 yards, two touchdowns, six interceptions. The guy is not good. He has not been good all year. Zappy Hour has been great. So, I mean, I would feel a little bit better about this if if Zappy was, you know, for sure going to start this game, but he's not. Um, you know, I, I, give me the, the, the Jets money line here again. Um, I'm going to do just a unit on this one, but uh, I really like the Jets here. I, I don't, I mean, home dog, I, I don't get it at all. No, me either. And um, 
you know, Zappy Zappy looked great for two and a half drives, and then he looked like a rookie against the Bears. Also, I, I just want to take a quick second to shout out the book club. Uh, you can join over at thedgens.net. If you were in the book club, you would have received my tip that Mac Jones and Bailey Zappy were both going to play in that game and to hammer Mac Jones unders. So we got on Mac Jones under pass attempts, pass completions, yards, and touchdowns for a four-unit bag on that game. So pretty cool there. You get three free days, the dgens.net. But I agree with you. Um, without knowing for sure you know who the starter is going to be, I got to take the Jets. And I'm, I'm going to take them uh, plus the three, which I can find at MGM. Um, and I'm going to take it for a full unit. And, you know, when you're, you know, working in a new player via trade, you know, it's tough with like a quarterback or something like that. But with a, a running back, you know, I think you can kind of simplify it and we'll see James Robinson step in there. I don't think he's as good as Brees Hall. Brees Hall is a home run hitter, uh, but James Robinson's pretty good. And he has been undervalued in Jacksonville his entire career, whether that be because of the coaching staff or whatever. I, I have no idea. Uh, I think Robinson's going to look pretty good. I think that the Jets will, like I said, incorporate him quickly. And uh, the Jets have enough weapons, man. This young team is exciting. So go Jets, baby. Go Jets. Um, next up, we've got the Carolina Panthers. Four-point road dogs heading down to Atlanta. Total 41 and a half. Uh, the Panthers you can have at plus 180. The Falcons, best line available, almost minus two bucks, minus 198 at FanDuel. What are you doing in this game? Um, I mean, what a fun game for Carolina last week, huh? Um, went out there. I was and, listening. And... I, just a, a quick, quick quip. I was listening to Visa, and I listened to you know the the sports gambling network quite a bit, and they had the um, you know the the sports sportsbook manager for Southgate on the show. And uh, he was asked, how many Carolina Moneyline tickets did they have, you know, for that week? His answer was zero. But if you listen to the show, we had one. We had we one. We have one. Yeah. And I hated it. I hated it. Well, you know, we still had C-Mac when I made the bet. So I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not like super thrilled about it come kickoff on Sunday. But we had yeah. one on the show. But yeah. go ahead. Man. Listen, was absolutely. It was it was a huge play. Um, and I think you played it for a quarter of a unit. Yeah. So I mean, was... it was just to win one. So <laughs> yeah. But I mean, hey, listen, it's the right play. So, um, I mean, it was fun. It was fun to watch them. It, that was a team that was just out there playing. Right. It was simplified. It was not surrounded by anybody. It wasn't. You know, we're gonna try and force something here, force something there. We're just gonna go play football. Take what they give us. Um, now, what we've learned, if you know, not only if tonight alone after this game that against the, the Ravens, is that Tampa Bay just might not be very good. Their defense holds on for a while, but the offense has been pretty pitiful. They can't run the football at all, and they are statistically the worst running team um, uh, in the last like ten years or something. Yeah, they, they can't run the football. It's crazy how bad their running game is. Yeah, you can't run the football. And 
that puts you behind the eight ball. So the defense gets tired. The offense isn't scoring all the time. It's not like they can't run the football, but they have long drives where they're scoring every time. You know what I mean? The defense can't take plays off. And when you get to the you know third, fourth quarter, it's 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 exhausting. I still don't believe in the Panthers. Um, they burnt me too many times early in the season. Um, I still kind of like this Falcons team. I, I I just do, especially betting with them. Um, I, I think the Falcons are a legitimate team in the league. They're they're really are a, a middle of the road type of you know team, and uh, I think that's going to kind of show in this one. Uh, I'm not going to fall for the for the for the trap. I'm not going to overextend. I'm going to go Falcons here, minus four for a unit. I'm with you. I'm with you again, my friend. Uh, this is like the, the old zigzag theory, you know? So Atlanta was, I think they were 6-0 and against the spread through the first six weeks, and then they did not cover uh, the six and a half at Cincinnati last week. Um, you know, Carolina, you know, this is probably a reaction to, you know, them beating Tampa Bay, big, mighty Tampa Bay. And, um, you know, so that's why we're seeing four here. I mean, if this were week five, what would this line be? A touchdown probably. So could be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to snag the value here for a unit on Atlanta minus the four. Uh, also I think it's worth mentioning that it might be time to look at Atlanta division futures. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, the, 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 Tampa was was the team that we had running away with it. I think everybody in their and their second cousin had it that way. But beginning of the year, and and anybody who you know wants to quote us on this can go back. Now we were a little bit higher on Carolina than than they are. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know that one kind of didn't didn't go out well for us. But one thing that went went really really well for us is that you and I were both really really down on New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And that's coming, you know, right through. It's coming, you know, to fruition. It's a hundred percent correct, and that's kind of where we're sitting. Tampa stinks, and that kind of opens it up for whoever. I think. I mean, Atlanta's not going. I mean, Mariota has the second spark of life. So whatever happens with it, happens with it. But man, I I, I think you have to. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was uh plus $3, I think before this game. Now, obviously it's off the board because, you know, the bucks are in their division. The odds will shorten because the bucks lost. Um, but if you can get it for, you know, $2 and 50 cents or something, I would take that. I, I would be very, very confident in taking the Atlanta Falcons. Like you said, Mariota has got new life and it's awesome. I mean, and they're starting to look for Kyle Pitts. I mean, who knew if you throw that that guy the ball, you're gonna you're gonna win some games. So pretty cool Crazy. that he finally figured out that that you know Kyle Pitts is on his team. So that's that's good to see. And then, you know, let's transition into this game. We've got the Raiders heading to New Orleans. Uh the Raiders are one point road favorites. The total on this sucker is 49 and a half. It opened at 43 and a half. Um the money line, you can find the Raiders at minus 110. You can find the Saints at plus 105. I have a very strong play in this game, and I'm sure you do as well. Let's hear it. Yeah, I love the Raiders. Yep. Um, I know that, you know, this is kind of one of those weird trap games um, that you just don't really think about because it's, 
you know, the Saints haven't been very good, but the Raiders' record doesn't seem great compared to, you know, kind of how they played. But I, I feel like these two teams are moving in opposite directions. Um, their their records are very close, but they're they're moving in opposite opposite directions. Um, Darren Waller's probably not going to play. He's been really hampered by these hamstring issues, but he hasn't played for weeks. Um, Jacobs has been really, really narrowing down and, and really, really wearing these people out lately. Kamara has been rough and he's got trade rumors going on. Um, it doesn't matter who the hell you put a quarterback there. All of them stink. It doesn't matter if it's Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston or, or, Taysom Hill. Yeah, and I'm, I am hearing that it's going to be Andy Dalton, even though Jameis Winston is healthy. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, thank goodness we were on the the fade Jameis Winston train um, at the, since the beginning of the season. I, I just don't, I don't believe in any of them. Um, now, one guy that I do really like on the on the Saints team is um, Chris Olave. I, I think that he's been a really good wide receiver for them, and. Uh, I think he might have a pretty decent game here. But sitting at only one and a half, I'm going to have to take the Raiders here. Um, I think these two teams are just opposite directions right now. So a unit on the Raiders. Yeah, well, what we'll do is we'll just put that on the money line. We'll buy you the tie there. So one unit on the money line, minus 110. I'm making the same play. And for all the same reasons, uh, this offense is starting to click. Uh, Devontae Adams and, and uh, Derek Carr are starting to rekindle that relationship they had back at, in Fresno. And, um, I mean, the defense is playing a little bit better. Max Crosby is awesome. Love that guy. Um, and Josh Jacobs, like you said, he's really wearing down opposing defenses. So uh, I think this coaching staff is starting to figure out how this group of guys uh, gels together. And I, you know, to me, I think that the, the Raiders are – the play here. Um, I mean, Andy Dalton, he threw what two picks, uh, two pick sixes right before half in that Cardinals game or something. I mean, it was just, yeah. it was terrible. Yeah. I mean, you know, and they battled back and you know, the, the commentators were talking about, you know, how heroic it would be if Andy Dalton could engineer the comeback, but he put him in the hole. I mean, he's yeah, the reason, 100%. I mean, that was, that was, uh, you know, the saints game to lose and they did. You know, right before halftime, that was a bad two minutes that he put together. So um, yeah. this team just can't stay out of its own way, no matter who is taking snaps at quarterback, just like he said, man. So that's a lot of words to say. I agree with you. One unit, Raiders minus 110. Yeah, and, and the Raiders have been the best bad team in football this year. You know what I mean? They've 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 lost to, to good teams by very, very little. Tennessee, 24-22. Arizona, they lost in overtime. Chargers, they lost 24-19. But you look at the last three weeks, and, you know, we touched on Jacobs being the difference. You know, the first three weeks, Jacobs got 10 attempts, 19, 13. The last three weeks, he's at 28, 21, and 20. They beat the piss out of Denver Broncos. They beat the piss out of Houston, and they lost to Kansas City 30 to 29 and probably should have won that game. Yeah, I think they should have won as well. And so, if, if we're revisiting futures, like, you know, like we just talked about, this might be the time to take the Raiders to make the playoffs because I know we're high on the Chargers, but, I, you know, I don't I don't know if they can make the playoffs. You know, the, the Chargers, Chargers find, are rough. Golly, they find some creative ways to lose. And the Broncos, I, I think we can go ahead and, you know, draw an X through them. They're, I think they're, they're cooked. cooked. Yep. They're cooked. So 
I think the Raiders maybe can make a run here and make the playoffs, but let's move on. We've got the Chicago bears after an impressive victory over the Patriots. They are heading on the road to Dallas and they are nine and a half point dogs. The total 42 and a half. You can have the bears for $3 and 60 cents on the money line. You can lay $4 with the Cowboys, which I am certainly not interested in doing. Are you going to play this game and how are you doing it? Um, you know, I, I, I hate this game. I hate okay. this game with a passion because, um, as an Eagles fan, I look at this and I go, there's no way, there's no way that the bear should give up this many points offensively. They muck it up enough. I mean, we've been saying it all year offensively. They muck it up enough and they're just good enough defensively to keep you in games. Nine and a half is too much. But as an Eagles fan, and, and I watch things, one thing that Dak Prescott does is he beats up and, and completely blows out bad teams. The Bears are not a good team. They can muck it up with the best of them, but they're not a good team. This is one of those games where the Cowboys win, like, you know, freaking 42 to 7, and then the Cowboys faithful all talk about we damn boys until they – don't make the playoffs or lose in the first round again. So this will be the game, I think, that the Cowboys end up talking about so much for the remainder of the season. Well, they just beat the, you know, Bears beat the Patriots, and then we beat them, blah, blah, blah. I know I'm going to hear about it. Um, so I'm going to throw half of a unit on the Cowboys minus the nine and a half or wherever you can find me best scenario. Yeah, nine and a half is the prevailing rate across the board. Yeah. So I guess maybe just be lucky that it's not 10. I, I just hate, I hate the game. I yeah, hate it. I, I, I like the game. I like the Bears. Um, thinking about getting a Justin Fields jersey because the dude cashes his rushing props every single week. I was on his uh, anytime touchdown. I was on first touchdown, which was, I think, plus 1,400. Um, this guy is paying the bills at my house, that's for sure. Uh, I love Chicago plus nine and a half. I'm taking a unit and a half here. Um, Fields just keeps so many plays alive with his legs. Uh, he extends drives with his legs and we started to see him make some throws and, you know, make some good reads at the line. So I kind of like where this bears team is going. I like the trajectory of Justin Fields, which is weird to say out loud. You know, I, I, it, it's, it's strange. It's strange to me, but well, I mean, good, good news here for you as well. That kind of goes along is, this is going to be in a dome. It's going to be in a beautiful dome atmosphere. It's going to be perfect for fields. Okay. Like I'm, I, sa I'm saying like, like, you know, keeping the plays alive and, and, oh. and you can't, you can't, you can't pick a better spot than a dome. You know what I mean? It gives you the best conditions for everything, throwing the football and moving and doing all that shit. So yeah, this I, is a perfect game for you. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, I think that the bears are the way to play this thing. I understand uh, you know, your take where, you know, Dak beats up bad teams. I don't think the Bears are that bad. You know, they're not good. Um, certainly not good, and they're not a playoff team, but I, I just I think I think nine and a half is, is far too many. I'm happy to take these points for a unit and a half. So yeah, and I think you're right, by the way. I just you don't want it to be Eagles fandom in me. I can't I can't do it. You know what I mean? I'm so I, I hope that you're right. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that meme where all the quarterbacks' heads are sticking out, you know, of all the, the teams that yeah. take the Cowboys. He's still them boys. You know, we still yeah. checking. Yeah, so yeah. Justin Fields, add him to the list. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. 
That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. All right, next up, we've got the Miami Dolphins, three-and-a-half-point road favorites, heading to Detroit uh, to take on Jared Goff, who fucking sucks. I started him in fantasy last week. The total is 51 and a half. You can have the Dolphins minus 180 at 365. The Lions plus 160 on DraftKings. I'm not betting that. So what are you doing? Oh, man, that was fucking funny. Um, And the Lions are just kind of all over the fucking place, man. They can't play defense with nobody, which we've known all year. But now their offense is sputtering. Um, I don't I don't know what it is. I don't I, I guess it's. The combination of Swift and some injuries they've had, and and some some O line has has been some issues. And St. Brown um, got hurt again. And you know what? Um, I read into it because I'm, <coughs> excuse me, I'm really big into Amon Ra this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've made it. You know, there's there's been no question about that. He didn't even actually test positive for a concussion, but with the league's new rules, he had to sit the remainder of the game. But really? he was—he's been negative for a concussion the entirety of the time. Yes, um, that was—I mean, it's basically—I mean, I, I don't know if anybody's referred to it yet or not, but it's—it's it's the Tua rule. Hmm. You know, anybody like who the comes, Tom Brady Tuck rule. Yeah, I mean, this is what it is. This is uh, the second or third guy now since Tua went down that second time that has come to this fate where they didn't actually have. A concussion. Um, another one is Lane Johnson last week. Lane Johnson went down. Or I'm sorry, two weeks ago. Lane Johnson went down, never diagnosed with a concussion, was not allowed back into the game. So, and that was against the Cowboys. Um, so this is I'm not as worried about him being hurt. Um, with that being said, I'm sorry, I still don't I, I don't believe in this Dolphins team, even with Tua back. I don't believe in it. Um, I really, really enjoy the hook that I'm getting. You got it at three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy the hook with with the with the Lions here. I understand that it's probably a bad bad move here, but the Dolphins don't play great away. Um so you know, come up there in that cold Detroit shitty weather and and you know. 
beat the Dolphins by or, or beat the beat the Lions by three. I'm fine with that. I'm gonna take a half unit here on the on the Lions with the hook. Give me that three and a half, baby. Oh, man, I'm I'm glad somebody can root for Jared Goff, but I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm lighting my season win ticket on fire. I don't care about him. I don't care about his wife. I don't care about Almond Ra's noodle. I'm done. Give me the Dolphins on the money line. Two units, minus one eighty. I, I, I don't. I don't want to worry about that hook that you love so much. Big spender. Now, man, I'm. I'm just. I'm risking to win a little over a unit here. So, uh, you know, risk flat bet two units minus one eighty. That should yield about one point one. I'll just take my money and get out of here and be happy about it. So, uh, next up, we got one o'clock. Kirk at home. They're three and a half point favorites. The Cardinals are coming to town. The total is 49. You can have the Cardinals for plus 167, or you can lay 184 with the Vikes. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest with you here. Uh, I really like this Cardinals team. I think this Cardinals team is the second best team in the NFC. Uh, one of the other teams that is really good in the NFC is the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they've been really good. Um, they're they're five and one this year. Uh, you know, Justin Jefferson, I think, has like the most yards in the league right now, mm-hmm. receiving. Um, he's been fantastic. The Cardinals are a really good team when DeAndre Hopkins is out there. They are really tough to beat. He brings everybody up. He's probably one of the top three guys, not a quarterback, who can raise the level of play for everybody else on that team. He frees up tight ends. He frees up other other wide receivers. He frees up running backs. And somehow, he makes defensive backs play harder. They had, what, two pick sixes last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, this team was able to kind of sit around and, and, and ho-hum and, and stay pretty relevant during this time. This could be a team that wins that entire division. And I I know that we love one o'clock Kirky, but um, I'm I'm on the Arizona money line here for a unit. Oh, okay, plus one sixty seven. I like the I like the moxie here, but I hate the play. I'm taking the Vikings uh, minus the three and a half. Um, I, we're, we're talking about a Cardinals team. They gave up four hundred and nine yards of offense uh, to Andy Dalton and that Saints team. Um, you know. For the the box score watchers out there, you know they'll they'll see that you know DeAndre Hopkins, the offense was back and the Cardinals scored a zillion points. But like you said, it was two pick sixes at the end of the half, and then it was hang on. Um, so you know both of these defenses stink. They're, I mean they're they're both near near the bottom of the league in yards per play. Um, I just like one o'clock Kirk to get it done. So I'm going to trust the Vikings, trust the home team, lay the three in the hook. I hate the hook. That's what I got to do here over at Bet Rivers minus 109. Sign me up for the bikes. So do you like anything with the uh, with the over-under here? Looks like I got it sitting at 49. Yeah, I mean, well, there's Seems a 48.5 uh, at – where where is that? FanDuel. Uh, they're being okay. very generous. We're trying to coax you into an over, but the over is the only place I would look if I was going to play this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to play it, but I just wanted your thoughts on it. I mean, I, I kind of – I that's definitely where I would lean. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I hit submit on an over, on a like a, a key number that I'm, I'm getting the better of, like this 48.5 yeah. instead of 49, it'd be 27.10. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, I get it. Or like the starting quarterbacks out with like pneumonia. Now, here's one uh, one thing that I I did I, I do want to mention, um, which which actually might scare some people off here, and it, it terrifies me a little bit. But the brand new Call of Duty comes out on Friday. That's that's a big statistic, Kyle. Yeah, um, which could mean very very bad things for the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> And one Mr. Kyler Murray. You so know, it's all a big joke, you know, about Kyler and Call of Duty until Sunday happens and they stink, you know. Listen, if he does not play well this Sunday and they go on and check his account and see how much time he's played the game over Friday, Saturday before, obviously, because, I mean, they're probably going to leave, right? I mean, what day do they travel? Probably Saturday morning they travel. Um, West Maybe Coast even Friday. East, probably Friday. Probably Friday, Friday late, like late evening. Yeah, five, six o'clock dinner time. Um, you're you're getting there maybe eight, nine o'clock. You go to the hotel, whatever. So he's going to be playing a game in the hotel. So that would mean that he would have to bring his PlayStation, play in the hotel while waiting, not getting a good look at any of the beautiful sights in in the Minnesota area, but all of that. And if he goes out there and plays bad, this could be a guy that is is looking for a new team. Yeah, after he <laughs> just signed a really bad cut. Yeah, yeah. But realistically, though, what are you going to do? You, if you're the Cardinals, you can't continue to employ a guy like that. You can't. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm with you up until the part where he's looking for a new job. I I think he's pretty safe, especially after that. So. Huh? I don't think so. All right. All right. So, let, well, let's let's move on. Uh, to the Tennessee Titans. They are two and a half point road favorites heading down to Houston in a real barn burner. This thing's set at 40 and a half on the over under. Uh, you can have the Titans minus 135 and the Texans plus 125. The Titans opened as five and a half point favorites. Uh, go ahead. You, you go first, but I'm I'm strong. I'm strong on the Titans. Yeah. I, I, how, how can you not be? I don't. Uh, I'm, I'm, am I missing something here? Um, yeah, I have no idea. Like, how did this thing steam three points? You know, the, I, it, in just the absolute wrong direction. I just don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand it at all. Um, Houston has the the worst run defense in a league. And if there's one thing that has changed the Titan season around, it's the fact that Derrick Henry rem- remembered that he was 285 pounds of pure muscle and can run over multiple guys in the NFL at any time he wants. I don't, I don't know really what the issue here is. Um, I think it's absolutely crazy that this is like this. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm on. I think I'm going to do a three-unit play here on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, I mean, I, I just typed in two units for me. Uh, I'm doing the money line, the minus one thirty-five. What were you doing, laying the two and a half, or were you? Um, no, nah, I, I think I do. I think I do like the money line as well. All right. Um, I mean, you're, you're just kind of biggest you a little bit. Yeah. Your, your biggest play of the year. You might as well yeah. uh, buy it to, to 135. I'm with you, man. Um, the Titans, <laughs> they've won four straight. They beat, you know, the Colts twice, which sucks for me. Uh, they beat Vegas, they beat Washington. So, I mean, it's not exactly murderers row. Um, but you know, Maybe Derrick Henry and company just ended Matt Ryan's career, which is pretty cool. A little feather in the cap. Uh, this Titans team, man, uh, you, you, like you said, they figured it out that they're a running team. So 
go out there and run the ball with one of the best backs in the NFL. I don't want to step in front of that guy. You don't want to step in front of that guy. And I'm, I'm sure NFL no. defenders don't either. So, you know, go, go bring him down 22 times. I'm taking the yeah. Titans here on the money line, minus 135. I'm going to take Derrick Henry over props any way that I can find them. Anything under anything under 99 and a half, I'm, I'm shipping on the over. I think it's at 98 yeah. and a half right now. So if you're yeah. listening, go grab it. And uh-huh. and their defense, you know, them being able to run the ball it has helped the defense a hell of a lot. They've gone from um, after that Bills game, the last four games, 22, 22 they've given up, then 17, 17, and then 10. Their defense is getting better as as they're running the ball and keeping time possession. So, you know, the Texans aren't a great offensive team. So I, I, th- I don't know how this stays even remotely close. It feels too easy. So they're going to lose by – 36 probably <laughs> a little trap game before chiefs week oh yeah all right so washington commanders three-point road dogs <laughs> why are they a dog heading to indianapolis and the sam ellinger led indianapolis colts the total's 39 and a half you can have the commanders plus 130 you can have the colts minus 145 it feels like to me that the wrong team is favored the market is slowly getting it there. The Colts opened as five-point favorites, but that might have been before the Ellinger news. I, my season's over, dude. Um, why are we on the Commanders? Uh, because it's it's it makes sense as the right play. Um, it, it's you know it's a three and four team. The Commanders have been able to kind of sit around and and I mean it sucks that they're in the division that they're in because. The NFC East has been, you know, great this year. Because at three and four, they'd be right in the mix with about in about four other divisions. So, you know, they've been able to kind of ho hum around and 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 stay pretty relevant. Getting points, I just I don't. I, the only thing I can think of is that, uh, you know, Frank Reich knows Carson Wentz. And maybe he thinks that because of that, there that's that's where the disparity is. Um, I don't know if Carson's even starting. Is he going to be starting this game? Is he back this week? Uh, no, I think it's Heineke. So, and and you watched the game last week. Washington started out rough, but Heineke had a great second half. So where where is the? I don't I don't understand here. I mean, you just benched Matt Ryan. It goes along the lines of our our bet here, our, our our normalized thing, where we take the backup quarterback the week one. But I just don't know. I I, I got to go Commanders here. Give me the points. Give me all three of them. Half unit. I don't like the game at all, but give me half unit. And I'll take the points. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, I mean, Heineke. You know, he's 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 won some big games for this commander's team. Um, you know, I, I think he would have done just as good a job as, you know, Carson has been able to muster had he been the day one starter. It's just surprising to me that the Colts are packing it in. You know, you still have Jonathan Taylor, even though he's been mildly ineffective this year, which, you know, we, we talked about in the, the preseason preview. Uh, the defense is a little banged up, but they're not bad. Um, I just think, you know, with, with this Colts coaching staff, it's now a trend, you know, you know, misutilizing these retread quarterbacks. 
Um, you know, all of a sudden, Matt Ryan, you're asking him to throw the ball 55 times a game, you know, behind a shitty offensive line, and he's in a wheelchair. I mean, the guy is old. He, he's he's a fossil in the NFL. They did the same thing last year with with Carson. They they misutilized him. Um, so I just I just don't understand. I I think the problem might be Frank Reich and his coaching staff in Indianapolis. As much as it hate, I, I hate to say it, um, but yeah, I, you know, I think we have to take the commanders here plus the three. I just don't see any other way to play it. Uh, next up, the San Francisco 49ers and Christian McCaffrey are visiting the Rams. Uh, this thing minus a half or I'm sorry, minus one and a half for the 49ers. The total is 42 and a half. Uh, you can have the Niners on the money line, minus 112. You can have the Rams as a small dog, plus 105. What are we doing with this thing? Boy, this is this should be a good game. Yeah, I, um, I'm i actually really excited for this game. I think this is my favorite game of the week. Um, I, I actually feel... I, I feel like you have to go money line here either way you go. Yeah. Um I don't I don't like the one and a half on either side. Um I think that this could be the week that we see a Christian McCaffrey that we haven't seen since the beginning of the season. A Christian McCaffrey that we haven't seen since the beginning of last season when he was actually healthy. I think that it's you know, he's he's a very smart guy. He's got a now some time to look over the playbook and kind of learn some stuff. Um Shanahan is 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 really good at being able to get these guys, you know, moving. If there's one thing that he does really well, it's rotate running backs and get the most out of his out of the running backs that are on his team. Well, now you've got probably the biggest matchup issue at running back that we've seen in the last five to 10 years. The guy does everything out of the backfield. He can line up in the slot. He can line up. I mean, you have, you have Debo and Christian McCaffrey on the same team. I mean, it's probably the first time that you have a running back. Who's also a wide receiver and a wide receiver is also a running back on the same team. I mean, it, this is like peewee fucking football. Yeah, it's pretty dope, man. And I think it's going to extend Debo's career and also make him a whole lot happier in 49er land. Cause I don't think he was, he was thrilled to be running the ball, you know, no. eight to ten times a game. If you want to get the ball in Debo's hands, you can do those, you know, little little, uh, you know, passes to the flat and you know get it to him quick, you know, like extended handoffs. But I think he's going to be absolutely thrilled that he no longer has to line up in the backfield. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think it's, and those they still will, you know. What I mean, they still line him up and they'll they'll do some some stuff, but you don't have to give it to him now. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not Debo or bust. I mean, Ayuk's been playing better and better, especially since last year. Um, but now you have another legitimate weapon out there for Jimmy G, who, you know, is is the epitome of listen, uh, Mister Chug Along. You know, chug chug a chug a choo choo, Jimmy G. It's the <laughs> Jimmy G train, baby. And uh, get the fuck on board because they're gonna win this game. Um, I like them. I like them. I, to win this game, I like them to to win the division. I know that um, last year or, or last week wasn't a great week for them, but it was weird. You know what I mean? It's weird when you bring in somebody like McCaffrey, who's has got a different kind of aura around him than a lot of players in the league, and um, that takes some time to to kind of get get in the swing of things. So I think they have a really good coach in San Francisco who's able to kind of figure that out. 
And it sucks for the Rams because I like the Rams and I think the Rams are a good football team. And I've, I've kind of been waiting for them to take that next step to where it's like, okay, this is the team that won the Super Bowl and added Bobby Wagner. You know what I mean? This is the team that won the Super Bowl and added Allen Robinson. Like, this is the team that got Cam Akers back. Like, this is the team. But losing Whitworth was really, really bad for this team. And if there's a guy right now in the league that you probably don't want to line up across, it's Nick Bosa, who's going to be right over that Andrew Whitworth hole. And that, you know, big gaping manhole is going to look like a hole in the side of the fucking earth from the fucking outer space. It's going to look like that giant crater on the moon when you're like, what the fuck? And Nick Bosa is in Matt Stafford or whoever's going to be back there's face all game. So I think that the only way to play this is the money line for a unit for San Francisco. Nice. I am joining you. I'm, 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 I'm on that. I'm flying the 49ers flag. You know, I'm on them to win the NFC. You know, I'm on them to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm also on the Ravens to win the AFC and win the Super Bowl. So that's pretty dope. But um, I, I love C-Mac, man. And I love that Debo can concentrate on being a wide out. We've seen a lot of improvement, like you said, from Ayuk. This 49ers team is starting to get it. And Kyle Shanahan is Sean McVay's daddy. So uh, I think this this 49ers team will roll, even though the Rams are coming off a bye. Give me the 49ers. I'm not, I'm not going to overthink it, and I'm running to the window to make this bet. I'm making it right now as we're, we're on the air. So uh, I'm doing that, and let's talk about the New York football Giants. They're three-point dogs heading on the road to take on the Seattle Seahawks. This is a, a game of the you know teams that have somewhat overachieved this year. All of a sudden, uh, both of these coaches are in coach of the year conversations. Uh, Pete Carroll and uh, Dable, kind of nuts, man. Uh, the total is 44 and a half. The Giants are $1.45 on the uh, money line if you want them as a dog, or you can lay 155 with the Seahawks. This is incredible. I think anybody that, that talks shit on Pete Carroll in the beginning of the year needs to apologize. Um, how are you playing this game? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the apology is absolutely necessary. Um because it, it wasn't his fault. It was Russ. I mean, the, those reports that we were seeing in the middle of the, the year last year were absolutely right. It was it was Russ. It was, it was 100% Russ. Um, so, I, I, you know, I was one of them that said it. So I apologize, Mr. Carroll. I should have never doubted you. Um, with that being said, I want to take Seattle so bad here. <laughs> I really do, because I, I I still don't believe in the Giants. I still don't like them. I still don't believe in them. I, I just don't understand it. But I think that the point differential is wrong here. I think it should be flipped. I think the Giants should be three-point favorites coming into town, not getting three points. So you think the Giants should be six-point favorites on a neutral? I think... We mean six points. You think that the the Giants should be giving three heading yeah. into Seattle? Yeah. So generally speaking, uh, home field advantage is worth three new, points. Yeah. Yeah. So if they're on a neutral, you're saying the Giants are six point better, six points better. Yeah, I, I think that any anywhere between that that pick'em line, 
Pick them in three. Anywhere in between there, I would have been okay with. But I think if you had a favorite in this game, it should have been the New York Giants. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand where the Seahawks are getting all of their love from as well. Well, I think, they've I played, think with the line, well. yeah, I mean, what this is saying is that, you know, since the Seattle home field advantage is worth three points, that this game would be a pick them on a neutral as it stands, I think is. Yeah. And you look at it and you have a four and three football team and a six and one football team. Right. So that's kind of where my hang up is here. And the Giants aren't just a six and one team. Like they've, they've, they've beaten pretty decent people. So I just, I want to, I want to take the Seahawks here, but I just, I don't think that I can. I, I think I know it's East Coast team, you know, shooting all the way to the West Coast. It's, it's, you know, I never like to do that, but at least it's a four o'clock game. Um, I, I'm going to, for the first time, and I hope it bites me in the ass because I'm an Eagles fan, but for the first time all year, I'm going to put money on the New York football giants. One half unit plus three, and it fucking hurts my soul. Never thought I would. I would. Say I have. I've. I've bet the count. I've bet every single NFC East team to cover this week. Yeah, you sure have. And yeah. I'm going to take that twelfth man in Seattle. I'm taking Thank one you. and a half units on the Seattle money line minus one fifty five. So flat bet one and a half to win just under a unit. Um. I just think Gino gets it done here. I, I I think this this Seahawks team is somewhat for real. Uh, I I think this this matchup here, you know, both of these teams have overachieved, and you know we can attribute it to coaching. But like you said, this is a East Coast team flying west. I I just I, I think that that the Seahawks are the side, and I don't want to mess around with the point spread, so I'm just going to take them on the money line minus one fifty five, and hope it it comes through. So um, now are you, are you going to take a chance and wait kind of a little bit closer to the game before you put that in with, you know, DK Metcalf possibly not playing? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not betting that one right now, uh, okay. but you know, we have to talk about a side. So yeah, if, I get it. I just if, wanted to point out. To yeah. The, if the game were kicking off in 10 minutes, I, that's, that's what I would do. And I, I, okay. I hope that DK's out there warming up. Yeah. All right, so we got two games left. The Packers, this is crazy, dude. For the first time in Aaron Rodgers' career, he's a double-digit dog. Uh, I'm seeing 11 and a half on the road, heading to Buffalo. Total 47 and a half. Uh, looks like you can have the Packers on the money line plus 425, or you can lay five bucks with the Bills. Yeah, um, first time double-digit dog, um, and deservedly so. They haven't been good. Um, it's no fault of Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it's his fault whatsoever. Um, I don't think he's been bad at all. I mean, the guy's, you know, dealing with, you know, a local high school couple of wide receivers that they picked up off the, you know, off the waiver wire that, you know, dropped out of Juco this this, this week. And that's what he's been working with, them and Alan Lazard. Um and I think Lazard is a scratch. Looks like he's not going to play. Yeah, um, he's doubtful. You still, and you have his top three wide receivers coming into the, into the year were Watkins, Lazard, and and their second round pick Christian Watson, which is uh, taking a wide receiver in the second for them is like a first round pick. It's like number one overall. So 
you're missing all three of those guys probably this week. I just don't like Green Bay. But I think 11 is still too much here. I I just I just don't I don't think that Buffalo Buffalo likes to beat the shit out of teams that show Buffalo that they might be a threat. Buffalo doesn't give a fuck about Green Bay. <laughs> I don't think Josh Allen gives a fuck about Aaron Rodgers. Buffalo doesn't give a fuck about Green Bay. I think that they're going to go out there and just absolutely do whatever they want. And when they do whatever they want, they allow teams to kind of chill and stick around. Um, yeah, the Packers have lost the last three. But they lost 27-22, 27-10 to the Jets, which was ugly, 23-21. And even their wins have all been pretty close games. They're not a team that blows people out, and they're not a team that really gets blown out. They kind of keep it close. And anytime you have Aaron Rodgers, you have a chance. I don't care if he's throwing to you know three of the sisters from the fucking school of the blind. I don't care. You have a chance. I, I have to take the 11 here with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm going to do it with a half unit, but I'm going to take the 11 here. I'm with you. I'm taking the 11 and a half, and here's what I'm doing. And a half, sorry. Yeah, I'm taking three quarters of a unit on Green Bay plus 11 and a half. I'm putting that other quarter unit on the Green Bay Packers money line plus 425. <laughs> this is my, my underdog special. Aaron Rodgers still has a little magic left in him. And, you know, they still have their biggest weapon, Aaron Jones, out there. He's going to be utilized to the fullest this week. You've got to find a way to get that man 20 touches, whether they be, you know, running the ball, uh, screen passes, dump offs, whatever. You've got to give him the ball 20 times. If I'm coaching this team, that's the game plan. Um, I don't know who's going to be dropping passes for Aaron Rodgers this week. Uh, you know, he he came out in the media and and – you know, called out his teammates. I think the guy is starting to show that he's an old man. I mean, he doesn't relate to these these younger kids anymore. I don't think he knows how to talk to them. He's just a generally weird dude. Um, you know, he spent the whole offseason doing LSD. Uh, the guy is strange, and um, but I think he's got I think he's got a couple couple big wins left in him, and it starts this starts this week. Like you said, Buffalo they beat the shit out of teams. They're you know looked at that might be a threat green bay not a threat not on the radar but but green bay needs it so give me the pack plus 11 and a half and then get sprinkle the sprinkle the money line plus 425 all right so the last game Bengals, they're three point favorites heading on the road to cleveland that sucks for them you know cleveland sucks uh, yeah total 46 you can lay 165 with the Bengals or you can grab plus 152 with the Browns. What are you doing? Yeah, this is my upset of the week. Um, I'm going a uh, half unit on the Browns money line here. Um, and I'm doing a half unit on the plus three. Um, I, I just, listen, this Bengals team has been up and down. I'm not sure what to make of them. They've been playing well as of late. Joe Burrow seems to be coming back into his own. You're going Monday Night Football here. You're going to Cleveland. It's I know it's you know a friggin' hop, skip, and a jump away, but it's it's a rough stadium for a divisional matchup. 
And I think that that dog pound out there is going to really have the place rocking. Um, and I just listen, the Browns are doing everything they can to keep this division close, waiting for Deshaun Watson to come back. I've said it before. Jacoby Brissett is a even Steven middle of the road quarterback. You think about it. He's got 1,584 yards. That's probably right in the middle of the pack. He's got six touchdowns, five interceptions right in the middle. Jacoby Brissett, he's two and five right now, but he's played, I mean, realistically, the harder stretch of the games. Um, as of late, he probably should have taken that Atlanta game, but I mean, he's had the, the, the Chargers, New England, and Baltimore the last three games. I don't see them losing this game. I think they're going to come out here. They're going to win this game outright. And, uh, you know, overall, it it keeps them in that running. And they'll be 3-5. and five. Takes the Bengals back to 4-4. Four and four. This is not by any means a game that the Bengals absolutely need to win. Um, because there's so, so much football and they're right in the mix of things, especially how they lost the first couple games. Um I think this one just kind of gets away from him. I think the Browns are able to kind of mix it up enough on the ground and and, and move the ball on him with, with Chubb and and Hunt. And not to mention that Jamar Chase probably is not going to be out there. So I know that he's seeking some some secondary opinions on his on his hip flexor issue, but he's probably not going to be out there. So I mean, the Bengals have enough weapons to kind of get by without him, but, I mean, that's a pretty big weapon that you're missing out there. So um, I like the Browns here. Yeah, I mean, I I can see why you would do that, but, again, we are going to find ourselves on the opposite side in prime time. I'm going to be on the Bengals here. I'm laying two units, and I'm going to – I'm just flat betting it. Uh, the Bengals money line minus 165, so to win just a little over a unit. Um I guess I'm thankful that maybe Jamar Chase is doubtful, which is keeping this thing below two bucks on the money line. Joe Burrow is starting to cook, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Four out of the last five. In the last two games, he's thrown for 781 yards, six touchdowns, no picks. He's starting to to look like Joe Cool of last year. And I think this Bengals team is, is starting to hum. I don't trust the coaching staff, but I trust Joe Burrow. Um, you know, I, I, I trust him with my life, your life, you know, your, 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 uh, infant that's in your, your wife's womb right now. I, I would, I would trust Joe Burrow with him too. So I like Joe Burrow. I like him in prime time. He's, he's like quickly becoming the guy you don't bet against in prime time, like Tom Brady five years ago or Rogers three years ago. This is the guy, man. And, uh, I, I'm just, I'm going to take the money line again here. Minus 165. I think Jacoby Brissett, maybe they, you know, maybe again, he'll put together three solid quarters and be the worst NFL uh, quarterback in history in the fourth quarter, like he has been all year. I mean, he just cannot close out games. The guy absolutely stinks. Give me the Bengals here. So that wraps it up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I I do want to point out um, Cincinnati, Baltimore, week five, um, Sunday night football, Baltimore beat Cincinnati. 1917. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I was I was on Baltimore in the money line that game. Yeah, so I just want to say I don't know if we can anoint Joe Burrow yet as being on the level of Brady. I he's getting there. Like that. I hate when people talk like that. I'm, I don't I, want I him didn't to say Brady. he is Tom Brady. I'm saying in prime know, time, Joe Burrow is becoming close to elite. He's like, you know, who do you want? Do you want 
you want Joe Burrow or do you want Jacoby Brissett? Well, I don't, I don't think that's ever been. I don't think you can say that. We want John Skelton. <laughs> not even close. I I would love John Skelton. <laughs> I think it comes down to um, a little bit different. I think it's it's really good for like a guy like uh, you want Joe Burrow, you want you know Lamar Jackson, or do you want Joe Burrow? Do you want Jalen Hurts? You know what I mean? It's it's you know do you want Joe Burrow? You want Kyler Murray? You know what I mean? These are these are quarterbacks who you know are right there and they're considered elite in different ways. I mean, do you want Joe Burrow? You want Justin Herbert? I mean, Herbert, Herbert throws up great numbers, but he doesn't win a lot. Yeah. I want Burrow. You know I mean, I they somehow Burrow got rid of Philip Rivers. I don't know why you want Lamar so bad. Cause I, I'm holding an MVP ticket. Oh, well you mean metaphysically. <laughs> <laughs> Photosynthesisly. No. The, okay. No. All right. All right. We're off track here. We're all done the show. <laughs> I know this is a big time in our lives, Kyle. You know, we're going to not talk about NFL for a minute here. Let's talk about these Philadelphia Phillies, dude. In the World Series, up against <laughs> Ring the Bell. Ring the fucking bell. Okay. Listen, I'm so happy that we get to talk about this. Okay. Fuck you, Max. And fuck your piece of shit. Fucking Atlanta Braves, you little fucking bitches. Okay. You go out there, you scour poor countries and, and poor Latin American countries, and you go and you find all the all the best freaking guys with the smoothest hands and the big bats and they can switch hit. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. We don't need any. Okay. We go get the pitchers. The ones that are throwing 101 for freaking Sir Anthony and, and freaking all these guys out there throwing BBs. All right. And then you know what? We go get the all American boy from Vegas. All right. That's all I want. Just give me an all American. All right. Give me the guy who was 6'1, 170 pounds at 12 years old. All right. One Mr. Bryce Harper. And let me go to work. That's all I need. Love it. Love it. So hopefully next week. We're talking about how we're we're you know up three games to one or three games to two or something because um, I know the next time we go to air it'll be right before your wedding, you uh, will, which is next Friday. So congratulations yeah. to you, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Can't wait to can't wait to give give a speech. Cut um, the old rug, you know. Yep, do a little dancing, but also it'll be the day of Game Six. So yeah, I could really use this to be wrapped up in five. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I might be a bit distracted at your wedding. Yeah, Yeah, listen, I'm going to be distracted at my wedding. Yeah. But anywho, I think that's it for Out of Bounds. I'm Phil. Kyle, send them home. Adios, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co. 